Okay, with Belinda Gosby, Amend is the short film. She is the writer. She is the producer. She is the star. Uh, really interesting film. Of course, the subtext is about gun control, I guess. But it's about someone who's suffered from trauma and is trying to, a little 10-year-old boy uh, perhaps helps her, helps her out with that, I guess, in its basic sense. Does that make sense to you? Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's the place where it originated as a story. It, it was really about looking at um, the trauma of gun violence and and the people that have sort of been forgotten along the way, and um, and that is the survivors. So I see. I, I I recognize there's a there's a little bit of an accent. So where's that accent from? Yes, I'm from Sydney, Australia. Sydney, Australia. But you're I, you're based in the United States now. Yeah, I've been here for. 13 almost 14 years so so do you when you go back to sydney do you have an accent to mm -hmm. them now because you got your accent has changed through the american culture you know some people talk to me while i'm here and think i do but when i go home i just you know i, I mean i'm surrounded by it so i just slink right back into that you know thick accent i think so in terms of the gun culture, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Australia, there was a gun, there was, there was a mass shooting, I mean, maybe 25 mm -hmm. years ago, I could, maybe 25, mm -hmm. 30 years ago, it affected the country a great deal. And all of a sudden, and within a year, they basically had major gun control kind of reversals. And they basically, round, basically rounded up all the guns in the country. And you, you're, there's been no gun violence since. Or very That's little. absolutely yeah, that's absolutely correct. I mean, you know, there's always, I guess in every society, there's always going to be black market guns somewhere. You know, we have biker problems and things like that. Um, but I mean, in terms of um, any, anything that would be deemed a mass shooting, no, nothing, nothing since. And it's very much, I think, ingrained in our psyche that that's just like many other countries, that that's... Um, that's the way things are. We'd rather live and feel safe than than have an obsession with owning a gun. I mean, and of course, if you're a if you're a farmer or you do anything that where you need a gun or you want to train as a rifle shooter for the Olympics or something, I mean, of course, there's always um, ways you can be a gun owner still. But it's it's goes through the channels, you know. So, the, but in Australia, to be fair, it's there's thirty million people live in Australia. So mm -hmm. the moving parts of getting less. a law, law reversed, like gun control, is a lot easier than, say, 300 million oh, in the United States. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's something I often say, um, that it is a very different picture when you look at that kind of stuff. I mean, it's, of course, you know, the numbers are just, I mean, the, I can't remember the figure, but the amount of... Um, guns in the u.s way outweighs the population you know there's just so many out there i know so it's um and, and you know with this film it, it was very as much as i have a very strong opinion it was important for me to leave that alone and just try and take it back to the trauma of of people that go through something like that and hopefully reach more people with that than um trying to push my you know my views onto an audience kind of thing well it's easier to, it's better to tell a story than, than to, to preach to somebody right so absolutely absolutely so this is a really great film and obviously the performance is is amazing who is the lead actress in this film myself 
<laughs> Sorry to set you up there. <laughs> oh, you did too. There you go. I fell for it. Um, yes, yes. And and look, I, I'm very open to say that I wrote it for myself. I mean, I, I've always written, but I've also always been an actor and I want to play the kinds of roles that I want to play that I don't always have access to. So, you know, I really, when I was writing it, I was writing it to tell it an important story, but I also wrote it for me to play because I wanted to be the one to tell that story, you know. So tell me about the process. Like, so you, you, was it was something that you wanted to do for a long time to like write something, produce something that you can star in? Is that, was that something on the agenda for a while? Yeah. And it was the first time I actually have produced something I've written. Like I and got something made that I've written. Um, so that was, that was a big deal. And, and this felt like the story that needed to be that one you know I um I was finally like no this has to I have to get this made um I guess it I didn't uh, coming from a acting and writing perspective and not a producing one it was you know I had to figure out how to make a film um I knew I'd been on plenty of sets but to how to really run it from a producing perspective you know well especially like kind of independent project um where people are kind of doing multiple jobs at the same time where you get you you have a, you have a, like obviously a, I was going to say a laundry list of credits like you've been on many a sets but kind of see like from development to distribution where we're talking mm -hmm. now is like that's a big animal to undertake so this is your first time doing this yeah and I um you know I had crowdfunded theater before but we uh crowdfunded this and um it I will say hands down the hardest thing I've ever done in my life you know and um <laughs> I it, it's not something you want to jump straight back into you're like do I ever want to crowdfund again it's very very difficult but we you know it worked we raised twenty five thousand wow. dollars um crowdfunding and and that was that was a lot of work every day for a month getting up and fighting my instinct to not annoy people <laughs> to go after you know what I needed so what, was, what would you say the biggest thing you've learned by in this, this whole process of producing a film? Um, you know, you definitely, apart from the, the intricacies of like how to physically do different things, um, just the teamwork. I mean, I know that it's teamwork filmmaking, but even as a producer, I had um, other producers helping me out. Um, I wanted people to fill the gaps where I didn't have the knowledge so I could learn that knowledge. Um, I think, I also think though that, you know, when it's your baby and um, that's how I felt about this film, you're always going to be the number one person that's going to push the hardest to get things done. Yeah. And that's just the nature of it. And, you know, I, I learned that too, you know, it's um, at the end of the day, it's, it was up to me to really push to get stuff done. And um, I had to break through some of my own, you know, um, boundaries to, to do that and, and really step up, you know. Did you, have you like acted in a film, like as a hired person, like on another set after the film, after this film? Um, yes. I mean, I, the thing I did directly after this film was actually a friend's film. So I, it wasn't like a, you know, gotcha. something where I didn't know everyone. I, I was very, very friendly with the director producer already. Um, but I did definitely um, view everything they had done very differently in the lead up to shooting that film. You know, 
I really understood the hard work that it took to get to the stage where I got to come on and be an actor. And then your job as an actor is kind of serve the story, serve your role, kind of push the, like kind of like help the story as best as you possibly can. But it's different when you're kind of hired, obviously, when then you're kind of seeing the big, you're performing in this film and then, but you're mm -hmm. constantly seeing the big picture in every scene, I'm, I'm assuming too, right? Yeah. And, you know, that was a, actually, that is a really good lesson. And I think a lot of people could probably speak on this is that when you wear that many hats, I had to really separate them and, and I wanted to be really good at that because I have a wonderful director on this project and, you know, I gave her my script and it's, she directed. So I had to be able to, you know, not ever think about being a writer while I was on set acting because that was the director's, you know, job to do that now and then try to just be the actor in, in while I was on set, um, except for when I was running around doing producing things. But in those moments when you're acting, you know, it was really like I'm going to take this hat off because, you know, we all have our roles to play here and mine right now is just to act. Because except for the, the minus the, the, the couple scenes where you're establishing the, the boy, you're in every mm -hmm. scene in the film. So you're like constantly yeah. working. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no way I could have directed this myself as well. You know, um, it, it is something I definitely like to explore. I haven't directed before, but this certainly wasn't the project to to start that. <laughs> when did you first meet? Is it Gianna? That's the, that's Gianna. The, so when did you meet her? I only met her um, for this film. I had sort of put out a call through all my connections um for directors people loved working with and loved their work and the moment I saw a couple of her past films I really knew she was the right person because she just has this way with that kind of gritty drama kind of thing um I just felt like oh yeah like I was so moved by a couple of her films I saw and um I, I just felt so strongly that she would tell this story really well so she she directed like in its general sense she directed the film kind of like a from a voyeuristic kind of standpoint she's like there's always these like barriers that's that's in the way of you your performance right like it's either like walls or like garbage like you're mm -hmm. I, I know this is obviously <clears throat> on her like just to be yeah she's like it's like it's your it's the subtext of your character so did she talk to you about like her like how she was going to approach your scripts directorate like from yeah. a point yeah I mean we had very open conversations about all that and you know our cinematographer was a big part of that too um because they had a relationship already they uh went to school together so um there was yeah there was a lot of open dialogue about that and it was um it felt really collaborative and um yeah I mean I, I love the way she she ran with it yeah, no, because it's like, it's interesting. I, I haven't read, I never read your script, but it's like, because it's like watching the film, it's like, yeah, this is a really interesting way to direct this this piece because it's so like, like fly on the wall. Like I said, like, it's like, we're mm -hmm. kind of like, like basically the, the easy direction is that, is that you kind of like, you're the point of view. We were emotionally engaged in you as, as an audience, but she kind of like, tr kind of like creaked in, in on you during mm -hmm. the film. And yes, absolutely. Is that if that makes sense to you? Because your performance is so yes. fantastic, and then yeah, so it's 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 a really nicely directed film. I just I just want to point that out. So yeah, I think she did a wonderful job, and it just the way it's paced and the way it's it's just small things because you know it 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 needed to 
be very much feel very much feel like a, you're a glimpse into someone's daily yeah, existence. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Is that how you thought yeah. when you were writing the script? Like, what was your what was your thinking? Yeah, I did want it to be like a glimpse into a daily existence because it it felt really important to me to keep the ending um, hidden for as long as possible because I wanted people to just understand just to observe someone's life when you don't know what someone's been through, which yeah. we look at people every day and we don't know what they're going through, and to really start to think, ah, oh, I wonder wonder what's going on with her. And and just kind of so so that by the time you do know what's going on with her, you can reflect back and think, oh, you know, there's people walking around like this all the time that have seen and seen things like this that, um or, or other things that are just as traumatic, but we we don't know what's going on inside their heads, and they're just trying to get through their day every single day. Um, you- yeah, so there was kind of no no way for an audience to judge what she'd been through till they got to the end, and it already kind of followed her journey. You know, so I saw this film, and the first thing I thought of was uh, Manchester by the Sea. I don't know if you saw, have you seen that film? Yes. Oh gosh, it's been so long. I saw that when it came out. It's a beautiful film. So it's it's about this following this male character, but in mm-hmm. DC Affleck's character, and we don't know why he is who he is. Mm-hmm. We know something happened, and then it kind of creeps up on us, like in your film, where like you're, it's like a twist in a sense, like a dramatic, yeah. twist. and it's like yeah. oh okay, so it's just like, yeah. How do you come back from that? Like basically, like in your film, I guess, right? Yeah, and it was so important to me when I wrote it not to be another film that went through the event like you know let's watch the event unfold I didn't want to go near that so you know by the time you get a glimpse into the event it was so important to me to keep it keep it tight and um you know still not see too much in that little tiny moment because it just didn't I didn't want it to be about that I never wanted it to be about the event I wanted it to be about what comes after yeah. yeah, no, and it's like I said, the, the, the person is deciding. It's a weird thing. Like that's why it reminded me of that film because it's like mm. your just your character has decided has decided to keep living, right? Mm. But but she's really not in a sense. Yeah, no, it's like she's almost like in a purgatory of life in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. That's a great word for it. Absolutely. And it's that that fascinates me because it's like I, I think there's a lot of that unfortunately in 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 our lives right especially like in the western world where i mean is that because we're like we have time to be calm we have time to be relaxed we're not in survival mode so basically this is so we're, we're in our head a lot like your character is right mm-hmm. so you can't get absolutely back. that's right and and even something much smaller than an event like this you're right there's people constantly walking around in life just just making it through every day even though something that traumatic may not have happened to them there's still stuff going on and you know you're just trying to get through life kind of thing so when making the film they they, they always teach you not to use use animals or child actors for oh. <laughs> so the key person in your film is a child actor right he's a 10 year old boy and if he if his performance isn't there kind of the film doesn't really work right so tell me about finding this boy to be in the film yeah we got really lucky um you know we just went about the casting process and um there was some really cute uh we found lots of gorgeous cute little boys you know that would have melted people's hearts 
Um, but, you know, it was really important to us that they were just that little bit older, that they could play that bit younger and still uh, kind of be able to carry their part. And, um, yeah, we came across Aiden and we we loved what he did, but, you know, we made sure we saw everyone. And, and then we were very much, Gianna and I very much went back to being, you know, we looked at each other and we're like, well, we'll call these three people back, but we just felt like Aiden. We were like, it's Aiden, isn't it? Like it's just, and he's just, I mean, he was already starting to take off, but he is just taking off. I mean, he did a film with Robert De Niro recently and he acted opposite Robert De Niro. I mean, he's just, um, I think he has big things ahead. And it's great because we didn't know at the time he comes from um, a family of actors. His dad's been acting his whole life. So it was wonderful to have him on set and understand indie filmmaking and um he actually (laughs) jumped in and did a role I mean because we needed someone and um he yeah it was just wonderful to have that whole family kind of be hands-on with the film as well and they've been so supportive of it yeah so he like so basically like yeah like that that's that's a great like like because he he understood the dynamic of like um, like you said I'm sure that there was a guardian on set but those are yes yes pretty intense scenes that are that are happening yeah and we had to really you know tell people I mean Aiden didn't have to be in the more traumatic stuff but um he had to understand you know what it was about and stuff and and certainly when we use a couple of the other kids um we certainly I was like we have to have conversations with their parents and they have to understand the whole piece and and everyone was just so on board and supportive. It was amazing because, you know, it's uh, even for that little scene at the end, it's like traumatic using, you know, kids for stuff like that. It was hard for me just, you know. Um, so you, you reference that he's in that he's in the, the, the film about my father where he plays yes, the younger yes. version of the main character. in Denier. He does. So, yeah. He has the he has yeah. a really kind of intense comedic scene with the with the De Niro character, right? So. He, yes, yes, and he's just got that beautiful, as you see in our film. He's got Aiden has this beautiful natural quirkiness about him too. Like he's just buoyant. He's like this innocent buoyancy that's just um, beautiful. I love working with him. I mean, he's just a joy. And then you got the flashback of spoiler alert of the of the. Um... <laughs> Of your daughter, your character, daughter, your character's daughter as well, which is a even though she's she's just in little moments, but it's a key role to the film. Where did you where did, did you did you audition for that actor as well? We well, this is what we we always worried people would think it was the daughter. We wanted it to be we wanted people to think it was her daughter, but she is actually um, just a, another student, a student that was very dear to her. Okay, but. Um, but yeah, we um, I must, because, I must have, when I watched it, I, I thought for sure it was her daughter. So you're, you're not the first person, okay. so don't worry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, we uh, you know, we sort of put out a call for the age range we needed, and um, um, you know, obviously, they didn't really need to audition per se. Um, you know, we didn't, she didn't have any speaking lines or anything, but we just uh, you know, found people that we liked and, and we spoke to their parents and actually that actress as well, um, her mum turned out to be an actress as well. Like it's like these, or yeah. LA for you, but like. It, it, Los it's Angeles, a, yeah. Right, yeah, but it, it's certainly, uh, it's certainly nice when the parents know where you're coming from and, and they understand the world of 
you know, when they're there on set. I mean, we had to have uh, studio teachers as well, but, of course, the parents were there as well. So, um, so yes, working with kids, I mean, you've got to, the studio teachers or the paperwork, it, it, you've really got to um, do a lot of extra stuff, which you should, they're kids, but, um, it, it, yeah, you, you kind of do it to yourself. You're like, well, oh my gosh, how many kids are we going to use? Yeah. So it's a classic example of, of basically of like a character needing to want need to help somebody. So then in order to help somebody, you got to help yourself. Like you got to help you, mm. you got to take care of you first. And then you got to help in order to help somebody else. Right. Like it's a, Absolutely. a very, very common human, human condition. We don't help ourselves Absolutely. To help somebody else out first. Right. It's true. Something gives us purpose, you know, um, even if you're fighting against it, you're right. It's, it's that someone else. And, and I love the idea that, you know, he would be a child of around the same age as people she had lost because she's actively sought out to not have kids in her life because it's too painful. And then he just, you know, won't stay away, this little kid, you know. He sees something in her that he likes and he just wants to be friends, you know. Yeah. So so to, I, I, I have to ask you because it's like a, I'm curious about like as an actor, you have that very you have a lot of intense scenes of course but you have a very emotional scene in the shower where there's no mm. dialogue you're just there's you're not you're basically the camera's just on you how do you prepare i know it's kind of a vague question but how does how do you prepare for a scene like that as an as because you know that the camera that's going to be there's going to be a dp and the director there's going to be a sound person mm -hmm. and you're you know you're i don't know if you're, if you're completely naked but you're you're very vulnerable in the scene yeah, I think it was a combination of, um, so we did it right at the end of the day. Everyone else had left and it literally was just uh, Gianna, our director, and Lauren, our DP. Um, and we didn't use, um, we didn't get the sound then. We kind of got the, oh, no, what did they do? Oh, sorry, in the moment, I don't remember. Well, they did get the sound, but just we didn't have a sound person there. They captured it in a different way. And then I think they also got some um extra sound and then yeah I can't remember how they did the sound for that scene <laughs> but uh, I was yeah it was just three of us in the bathroom yeah so um and I just felt oh you know that funny thing too when you're comfortable and you're other women I mean we'd set me all up to have like still have something on my top half and then when we got in you know got in there and trying to do things and things weren't sticking and it was just like whatever so I you know I just ripped off the pasties and I was like whatever like we're all friends here so um and obviously in the film you don't see any of that but um I just felt really safe with those two two women who I'd got to know and they gave me the time to just get into a place and and we just filmed it like a really long sequence so that there wasn't like okay action and cut it was just kind of let's just let it roll and let's just keep it really subtle because it's the kind of scene where it could be very dramatic, but we just, um, you know, Gianna just wanted to keep it really subtle and simple and um, I think that came together really well, you know, in, in its subtleness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a very effective scene because what I think that if you talk to like 50 people, I think you're gonna get like maybe 50 different interpretations of of what that scene's about. For me, maybe because I'm a survivor, I don't know, but I felt that that was like it was her moment of like, okay, I gotta I gotta step up. I gotta like, 
I got to like, I got to break through something. Something needs to shift in my life because of this boy. And I'm just going to break down and basically, and try to like, like live another day, like live a different day tomorrow. But that's, that was my impression of the, of the scene. And I think that's a great interpretation because it really was that thing of like, she shoves so much inside that she doesn't let herself get emotional. And this is a point where she does. And then it does become like almost like she's taken this breath because the next morning she's like, right, you know, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna help you. Um, this is what we're gonna do. Um, you know. Um, so absolutely, I think you've summarized that beautifully. And then she needs to like like basically she needs therapy, let's put it that way. But basically oh, big time. Uh, yeah, but sorry, I didn't mean, but basically, but showing those scenes in the film the the ending scenes like like i don't want to get too much away but it was it's it's just so memorable like you it's something that's still and i remember when i first watched it it was like i was thinking about it the next day like just popped up in my brain right and like uh especially if you're if you're in a, if you're in, in an area where you're around kids and things like that it's like mm-hmm. you, you try sometimes you think the worst and i'm not in your film is mm-hmm. like it really it's really effective that in that regard but I'm curious, did you always plan on shooting that? Because the film still works without using those scenes, but I guess it's better with those scenes. But I'm just curious because it's so impactful, those scenes. Yeah, I mean, we certainly wanted people to have their breath taken away because you've got to be hit over the head in some way, <laughs> I felt. But but also, I mean, the way it was written in the script wasn't uh so different to how we filmed it I mean I was very much didn't really want to see much other than my face yeah um and we had but we did have lots of debates about it and like I um another my producing partner he was like I think we should show more and I'm like no I don't you know I felt very strongly that I didn't want to and Gianna was really great at being kind of seeing both sides and kind of going well I think we can show like this little bit more but just bring it back in and then she and this is what I love so much she really very early on was like it's about the sound more than anything else and if we can make that sound so frightening all the things happening that's going to really make an impact especially in a cinema um but hopefully anytime and um and it really did our sound design came together so well and that really, I think, does help instill fear in you, even though terror, I would say, even though you um, are not visually seeing too much. You're just getting a glimpse here, a glimpse there. And though those glimpses aren't, are still um, hard, it's, uh, you know, it's let, let the sound out. Because it, it also, we wanted it to be Rachel's experience of that moment too. So she can't see anything really. She can only hear it. And um, so it was sort of coming from that side too. But I was always so like, we need to tread carefully because we don't want to, we want to take people's breath away, but we don't want to take it further and make it something that's too much, you know? No, no, I think it was, the way you did it, it was fantastic because it's it's from her head, right? So it's what she's imagining in her brain. And what we generally from memories, we do remember sounds very, very much. Like we do remember like, silence like we remember mm-hmm. like yeah that this is this is this is part of our memory brain right like the feeling and of course it's a film so you but that we also remember our smell and if for yes. the way you guys shot it it was like it was like she's like there's there's like this this new smell 
with the, the, the new horrific smell in the room now, right? So yeah, you yeah. can't quite get it out of your head, and some um, yeah, yeah, and that was a huge for for a small piece of the film. It was a very big part of the shoot yeah. because it really a lot had to be wrangled, you know. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, I think it was like after that part was shot, it was like, oh, okay, you know. Fantastic job. So I hope you're proud of the film. Um, I hope you're like Thank excited. You. I hope it's getting in the festivals. It's serving you well. Cause it, yeah. it's, it's, it's just a really great film. And I think more than anything, I always just love hearing how, how people feel after they've seen it or how it's affected them. Because, um, you know, I just, I just find that interesting and, and that's the purpose of it. I want people to feel something and, um, so that is almost the most important thing about the festival run. I just, I just like hearing audiences and hear how they feel and stuff. So we yeah, sent, we sent the audience to you. What did you think about what our audience? Oh, it was wonderful. It made me very emotional actually. Just being able to really have like a fly on the wall view into um, people's reactions and and hearing them say things that felt like what we were trying to achieve with it, and that was like oh. You know, it really it meant a lot. It was really great to hear that because you don't often get that opportunity. Do you have a, a feature version of this film? Of this, or is this just like a, this was done for a short film? I've been asked that, and I can see how, and I have considered how it could be done into a feature. I think I've spent so long on it because of COVID and everything, and because it is such a exhausting subject matter. Um, I don't, I'm not sure I, I have it in me to take it to a feature. Um, we were joking a little bit. Before, we were talking before the podcast, we had press record about the, the strike and about like the capitalistic motivation. Mm-hmm. And basically, but I get the, the point I'm trying to make is that this story has not been told on a, in a TV show and a feature point of view. Basically, the story of, of, you know, of a, of a gun, of school shooting and what happens after a school shooting. We see the parents on CNN and during yes. the, after shooting and their experience and stuff like that in a basic interview, but we don't see these stories, right? The survivors uh, or just like the parent, like these kinds of like situations of like, how do you, how do you move forward? How do you, like, obviously she's not a teacher anymore, your character, right? Yeah. So yeah, no, no. Right. Or maybe some people yeah. can, right? Because everybody's in everybody's some in Some people do. Yeah. 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 That's right. Certainly some people do and some people can't. And I can see both sides. It's uh but you're right. And that is where where I have thought about yeah. taking it further. It's like, yeah, I haven't seen anything. You showed a great like a great proof of no. concept. Like a fantastic Thank you. concept. You can carry yeah. as an actor. Like you you can see your you can see you got the chops to to carry a film from beginning to end. Which you know, to be fair, not even not many actors can do that, but you can do that. So it's like you got Thank the ability. You. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear you say this. Maybe maybe you'll sway me to start looking back into that. I don't know, it's just, it's just um, something to ponder. I yeah. don't think your agent or manager thought thought about it as well, but it's something that it's we need to we need these stories, right? So that's right. Absolutely, we do, and it's um, yeah. I mean, there are more coming out about the subject matter, but there's certainly not not a lot. You know what I mean? It's like it's a micro, still... like a not like the people want to talk about the macro issue, but oh yeah, but the my the but individual from a... story of of this the, the person who survived. Yeah. 
there's there's yeah. got survivor's guilt as well, right? So. Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent, and I think that's part of why she changes um, her life up—not just to distance, but the fact that she, the guilt, just the guilt, you know, um, it it creates that thing of needing to almost punish yourself as well. Like, just I need to live live a shitty life now because who am I to live a great life? Yeah. After that, you know, yeah. Yeah. These are the stories that get people thinking, right? Like it's like, like I said, like a, a, a politician's speech, mm-hmm. you know, it, it only goes so far because then it's just going to get in the mud. It's going to get in the mud. Yeah. Of the thing. But stories like this stand the test of time because it's, you know what I mean? It's what people remember. People were, people are going to remember that if they watch your film, they're going to remember this, the, the final scenes of the film. Like they're going to remember, like, yeah. like I, said, I remembered it and I see a ton of short films. Right. But I'm like, yeah, yeah. This one stays with me. So congratulations. I, I know well, I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. So just stay, I don't know, ponder that with your with your team. Uh yes. There's, there's a story here. So there's a bigger story here. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's well, so great to hear. Let's talk again when you make your next film. I, I'd love to see what I would doing. love to, Matthew. That's great. Thank you so much for having me on today. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, for me.